Welcome back to the punt return. It's been a big off season for the NFL. We're about to start our season preview series. We're going to touch on every division, every team, some talking points, high level players to watch out for, coaches, stats, everything from last season to this season, and what you guys should be considering when uh, I guess looking at the season ahead. But first, Ryan, welcome back to the show. How was uh, how's your Australian winter been? Yeah, the Aussie winter. Hey, mate. Um, now, good to be back talking NFL again and. You know, the most pleasing part of the off-season for me, mate, was actually getting to meet you in person. So um, for all the for all the listeners out there that didn't know, Nick and I did the whole podcast season last year, having not met face-to-face, funnily enough, and, and doing it all via Zoom. But now that COVID is a distant memory, um, touch wood, uh, we are actually working quite close to one another in Cremorne. So it, it's been very handy to, to catch up and, um, and have a lot of face-to-face meetings and yeah, really excited for what the for what the year ahead is going to be. Obviously, the the LA Rams coming in as the defending champions. Yeah, can't wait for this season. It promises to be an absolute belter after an unbelievable playoff um, series across the board last year. It, it was a, a cracking playoff series and and an unbelievable Super Bowl. And um, you're right; it has been great to be able to catch up face to face. We did the did the whole season on Zoom last season. We're hoping that we'll be able to get back into a room, into a studio somewhere, and and uh, record more of this season face-to-face in the same room as each other. But it, it is funny given how close we live to each other, how close we work to each other, you know, we're in the same city. Um, but, you know, for multiple reasons last season, we weren't able to get in the same room. So it was, it, it was great to meet you over the, over the off-season. And, and funnily enough, we have had quite a few catch-ups around what we were going to do this season and somehow still don't really have a plan. So apologies for the... Uh, rambling nature of this series because we don't really know what we're doing so hopefully we just enjoy but um they would have known that last year we had no idea what we're talking about as well so (laughs) that's true but hopefully enjoy it um we'll put together a few things and and hopefully it creates a bit of a conversation 100 percent. anyone who listened last year and and realizes that we don't have a clue what we're talking about thank you for tuning in again and for all those new listeners uh i hope you enjoy and don't give us too much shit on socials but on the other hand please do yeah, Love to hear it. We're all um, for it. We can take it. Let's uh, let's kick off with the AFC East and uh, Ryan, the Buffalo Bills, possibly the best roster in the NFL. What do you think? Yeah, my boys, the Bills. Um, uh, they almost went all the way last year. They obviously played probably one of the the games of all time against the Kansas City Chiefs last year in that um, in the divisional round there, and and were probably pretty stiff to lose, obviously in the end with how it ended in overtime, making the NFL actually change the rules for this season. But, yeah, I think uh, you're right. They're, they're actually the Super Bowl favourite currently um, on most books, and and it's no surprise to see why. They're absolutely loaded across the board. Their defence has obviously got stronger with Von Miller being a huge inclusion after winning his second, bowl, uh, second Super Bowl last season. So the big question, I suppose, is going to be the impact with um, with losing Brian Dayball to now being the head coach at the Giants. How much of an effect is that going to have on the roster? And, and of course, Sean McDermott is building there. And, um, yeah, I look, they're, they're absolutely loaded. There's no, they're no doubt they're AFC East favourites. It's going to be a breakout year, I think, for a couple of their wide receivers. And um, complimenting Stefan Diggs uh, in the in that uh, offence is Gabriel Davis, who's ready to break out for a huge season. He's obviously got one of the best quarterbacks in the league, throwing it to him. And I'm, I really like the look of, he's now a couple of years into his career. Isaiah McKenzie looked really good at the back half of last year. And I think he's going to have a big year as well. So no shortage of weapons for Josh Allen. They've got a solid enough running game there 
their um, rookie running back, James Cook, who's, of course, the brother um, to Delvin at the Vikings. Looks like he's going to slot in straight away as a, as a backup to Devon Singletary. So, yeah, weapons everywhere on the offense. We know how good they are on defense. And um, like I mentioned, Von Miller coming into that side is just going to strengthen them even further. I mean, Von Miller is a huge, a huge get for the Bills. I mean, just his talent and experience uh, is an incredible uh, in for, for this team. And what was already a, a pretty stacked roster. Um, and you're right. I think that the impact of Dayball leaving uh, to the Giants has the potential to have a, 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 a big impact. But I, I actually think the biggest impact will be on the Giants. Um, and we'll talk about them uh, a little bit later on in, in another episode Uh looking at some of the other divisions, but yeah, I think what, what we're talking about with Buffalo is that the system that they've built with Sean McDermott um, almost doesn't matter who the, the coordinators are and, and the line coaches and, and all that sort of stuff, because I think they've built such a good organization over the last half a decade, uh, you know, from the front office to, uh, to the quarterback and the, and the way that they've built their squad and their roster, that they're just a, a really solid organization and they're deservedly so uh, favorites for the Super Bowl at this early stage. Obviously things can change really quickly and, you know, there's going to be, there's going to be a couple of, of options in that market and, and we'll talk about them uh, potentially on a, a predictions episode just before week one. But yeah, look, it, it's going to be happy times for, for Buffalo. I think another strong season and you know, Josh Allen, I think is going to, going to put together another MVP caliber campaign. Yeah, I tipped him last year for the MVP. It might have been going off a bit premature, but he certainly looks primed to to have another big season. But, um, yeah, the clear standouts of the division and and obviously um, of the conference as well. So, yeah, they're going to be there when the whips are cracking come the, the business end of the season. Yes, and you talk about clear standouts, and, and one team that has the potential to improve a lot is the Miami Dolphins. Is it time for the leap? I mean, they've they've brought in a lot of talent into this roster. They've brought in Tyreek Hill, Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert. Uh, and, and it really is up to, to Tua at the, at the quarterback position to see what they can do on offense. We know that the, the back end of last season, how good their defense was. Uh, they won eight of nine to, to finish the season uh, off the back of their defense. But early in the season, the way they started that season, it was that defense was horrific. Uh, they were a bottom five defense in the league. And if they can get that right from day one, then they're going to be a, a real problem. And, they have the potential, if everything goes right for the Dolphins, to be a bit of an impact team and, and a bit of a smoky in, in not only the division but in the conference. Uh, and and I think they can make some waves. Yeah, the Dolphins have to be knocking on the door for a playoff berth this year. I think they can take the leap uh, at least above the Patriots for that second spot in the division. And um, it's behind those stars that you mentioned that they brought in and, and also, of course, that defense. Mike McDaniel... Coming from the 49ers is going to be an interesting mix and how he meshes with his new team, obviously, has come from the the Niners, who's been a, obviously a run-heavy offense. So it'll be interesting to see how they how they play out on offense, the Dolphins. Obviously, like you said, they brought in some some more experienced running backs like Chase Edmonds, Sonny Michelle's also come across to the Dolphins. But they've also, like you said, added, you know, arguably one of the best receivers in the game, if not the best, in Tyreek Hill. Obviously, he's had... Patrick Mahomes throwing it to him, but he's now got Tua, whose whose ceiling remains a mystery still, and that's probably the big question mark across the Dolphins. Of of course, this season is how much of a leap can Tua make? Can he get to that that level that he we saw of him in college? He's yet to really, can, uh, you know, establish himself as a, an NFL quality starter that can really push for a you know um, be an All Star or Pro Bowler, I should say. But 
yeah, it, it, that's going to be the big one. Obviously, Jalen Waddle had an amazing rookie season as well. So, yeah, they've got all the weapons, it seems, but uh, the big question remains around uh, their quarterback and, and how he performs. So I think their defense can carry them to a lot of lot of wins. And, and like I said, I think I've got them slightly ahead of the Patriots, who I think might regress this season. So, yeah, the Dolphins are a sneaky uh, playoff chance, but I haven't got them quite in my AFC wildcard um, predictions at the moment. Now, the, the question marks that you mentioned around the quarterback position, the, I think the question is more about did they reach and, and overpay for Tyreek Hill, given that Tua isn't that established, you know, he's not a top 10 QB in the league, he doesn't have the cannon arm, you know, is what you need to take advantage of someone like Tyreek Hill and his speed um, and athleticism. So was he the right fit given everything that they were able to do in the second half last year with Jalen Waddell? It's going to be really interesting to see how Tyreek Hill fits into that offense with Tua and whether the two can take advantage of each other. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a super question and, and one that will obviously remain unanswered until we, we see the two in action and, and, and see that chemistry if it exists. And like you said, obviously Tyreek Hill's made his name off the deep ball really and that explosive speed. So, yeah, uh, Tua's had a problem with throwing it downfield. His yards per attempt are always have been one of the lowest in the league. So, um, like Jacoby Brissett before him, the Dolphins just looked for the – they didn't have any deep threats, I suppose, so that might have limited to, to why those guys were, were looking for those short short passes. But, yeah, obviously with, with someone like Tyreek Hill now in that in that team, they're going to look to try and ex- extend the defense and, and, and throw over the top of those um, – those secondary. So yeah, can't wait to see how it plays out in Miami. But uh, like I said, I've just got them outside the playoff positions at the moment, but surely it's time for long suffering Dolphins fans to see some improvement. They're ready to take the leap. It's just a matter of whether they can, I think, take that next step. And and they were pretty close in the back half of last season. It's just a matter of whether they can put it together for long enough uh, because there is enough talent there on, on both sides of the ball to, to make some waves, but they've just got to actually do it come game day. The New England Patriots, who you mentioned there, has the potential to be a really tough year for the Pats, but you can never count out Bill Belichick, can you? Yeah, exactly right. Bill Belichick always finds a way. And obviously they outperformed probably most people's predictions last year. It helped with um, Mac Jones seamlessly fitting in and having an unbelievable rookie campaign. And pretty much in any other year would have been a hands-down offensive rookie of the year. They just had a, a guy up against him called Jamar Chase who was pretty damn good as well. So, uh, yeah, interesting with the with the Pats. And and I know you mentioned that it could be the, one of the worst defences that Bill Belichick's ever had at his disposal. I mean, they've lost some, some more key pieces. Obviously, Matt Judon is still there. And outside of him, there isn't a whole lot to scream about on that defensive end. They've They've tried to bring in some some further weapons uh, on the receiving court for Mac Jones, in namely from the division in terms of ex-Dolphins receiver Devontae Parker. But other than that, there hasn't been a heap of moves for the Patriots. Uh, they obviously, like I said, outperformed probably a few expectations last year. But second-year blues is a worry for Mac Jones after such an outstanding rookie campaign. Maybe the defences have got to him. We saw how he struggled in a couple of games late in the season. So maybe a few teams have found him out, but yeah, it's going to be obviously dependent on how that offensive line protects him, but, but also how that defense can get him, get him the ball back in, in situations and give him field position is going to be key. So yeah, never count out a Bill Belichick coach team, of course, but um, yeah, I think it's more of a, a regression year for the Patriots this year. I think that's right. And I think we, you know, we've watched the, the progression of this Pats team post Tom Brady over the last few years. And I think it's really clear now what their 
personality is, what the agenda of this team. And they're, they're quite clearly built to run the ball. And I think that kind of suits the way that they've, I guess, released Mac Jones in, into the wild, so to speak. The, you know, the way that they brought him in last season, didn't ask him to do too much. You know, he's not an outstanding athlete, doesn't have a cannon of an arm, but he's a really smart quarterback. I mean, he's, he's a little bit like Tom Brady light, right? I mean, he's, he's, he sits nicely in the pocket. He can, he can make those passes. He can use the, you know, the slot receivers and the tight ends and, and that sort of stuff. But this, this offense is, is really built to, to run the ball. So I'm expecting a really big year out of Damien Harris. And, uh, you know, we, we saw flashes of that last season. He had a pretty good season, but this could be a really big season for, for Damien Harris running the ball. Yeah. And Ramon Stevenson obviously had a, a fantastic season last year and they're going to be a very lethal one, two punch again. Um, for many defences with um, a run-heavy offence, like you said, probably predicted here for the Patriots. So, yeah, interested to see how they go. But like I said, I, I can't see them quite challenging for a playoff spot, but uh, it is a very stacked AFC this season. To close out the AFC East, the New York Jets, probably not a whole lot to say about the Jets, unfortunately, as, as we know over recent years. But I guess the questions are, what, what can we expect from second-year coach uh, Robert Sala with the, the defence in New York, and I guess their their second year QB and Zach Wilson. I mean, are we are we likely to see some progression, or or is this team just so bad that we're, we're not able to see much out of a coaching and and kind of adjustments and strategy and and quarterback play? Yeah, it's hard to see the Jets really making too much of a, a progression this season. Another five or six win seasons, probably about their ceiling. I think as they they still try and get some more pieces into that team. They obviously had the fourth pick in last year's draft, um, uh, drafting in uh, Ahmed Gardner from Cincinnati and, and going to be a really big help on their, on their defense at corner. But uh, Zach Wilson obviously hurt himself, has hurt himself over the preseason and he's in doubt for the pre uh, for the season opener now. So that hurts him a lot because I think he's got a lot of talent. And I know we, we touched on it last year and at length, how, how much talent the guy's got, but just some decision making hurt him last year, and obviously he's not in a great team either, which which obviously has a large impact on a, on a rookie quarterback, especially. It's one of those ones with with rookie quarterbacks and young quarterbacks. You've really got to put them in a position to succeed, and I think the Jets are one of those teams, like you know Justin Fields, like Trey Lance, to some perspective uh, perspective um, that just you know the franchises haven't yet gotten to the point where they're able or ready to build around them as the starter, as the, as the man uh, under center. And uh, yeah, that's probably the next step in this, in this phase of, of the Jets progression is just backing their man and, and putting the pieces around him to, to protect him, to save him from the, you know, the bumps and bruises uh, that, you know, rookie quarterbacks and young quarterbacks are, are going to face and get the right pieces in that offensive line and protect him. And, and I guess put him in a, in a, in a, position to be able to succeed. And I just haven't quite seen that from the Jets just yet. So it's going to be a really interesting watch. To finish off the uh, the AFC East, I think we're probably on the same page here, but uh, who's going to win this division, Ryan? Yeah, I think it's um, one of the more obvious decisions um, across a very wide open um, rest of the league. I had a, had a flick through some of my um, predictions uh, just yesterday and found it really difficult to pick a division winner for most of them. But um, this one really stood out, obviously, and that's the Buffalo Bills who I've got landing just ahead of the Dolphins, the Pats, and uh, the Jets all again, um, I think, round out the bottom uh, for the AFC East, unfortunately. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think it's a, it's a clear choice with the Bills in that top spot in the division. Uh, Miami, I think, are going to cl- go close to to one of those wild card spots and and a place in in the playoffs for the first time in a number of years. Whether they get there or not, we'll have to see. But I think that those two are going to be streets ahead of the Pats and then the Jets, who are going to be way behind in in this division. But uh, thanks for listening to, I guess, the first episode of our series of season previews. We'll be back shortly with the AFC West. 